like, what can I do to like be healthier? And I think like one of the number one things is cut out processed food. We do get on like little stretches where work and life and everything gets so busy that we're just ordering, ordering, ordering. And what I usually try to do is bring it back to like a simple, simple meal. I'd love to share how to make home cooking a little bit easier because I think that it has such an impact on our, on our health of ourselves and our families. This is the Well To You Podcast. And we are your hosts, Caitlin and Sue. We are moms, Pilates enthusiasts, health coaches, and supporters of all things wellness. We are here to remind you that a holistic approach to wellness allows you to thrive in a life of health, happiness, and vitality. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Well To You podcast. Today, Sue and I are talking about the pillar of the circle of life of home cooking. I love this topic. Me too. And I'm actually super excited about home cooking right now. I mean, I'm not at the stage yet where my garden is ready, but I just like planted my garden. I think I'm like two or three weeks in, but everything is still growing. Mm -hmm. And somehow it's like the feeling of the word I'm looking for is, I don't know. It makes me feel even better when I cook something that I grew myself. Yeah. We don't have a garden this year. We haven't had a garden in a couple years. Because, I don't know, just the weather out here in California has not boded well for our garden. Plus, you know, we we just kind of had to pick our battles and, and tending to the garden wasn't one of them. <laughs> but um, yeah. I do love cooking with fresh ingredients from the garden. Right. Or even the farmer's market. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like- yeah. Even still, without that, I think I personally just love to cook. It's almost like that's one of my love languages of what I speak to others. So last week when I wasn't feeling well, I almost was like taking it personally for myself because I didn't feel good enough to cook. So when I don't feel good enough to cook, I almost get depressed because that is my way of showing love to others and and showing love to myself and so you know I had to order out every single day because I was like barely able to sit up in bed and I just I felt so sad that I couldn't make food I just love cooking even even when it's like simple cooking Mm -hmm. I just love cooking yeah I feel like I really enjoy cooking healthy meals And I get frustrated right now with my boys being 12, 12, and 9. Like, nighttime can just be me sitting in my car all night long driving kids places. And then I get really mad that I didn't have time to cook, like, a nice dinner. And thinking back to when I started IAN, in a way, I felt a little funny about the fact that home cooking had its own pillar. But I do really feel like the same way you feel. Like, when I cook myself something nice and I and I enjoy it, it feels like I'm giving love to myself or to my family. And I think it's also when you're cooking for kids that gets a little challenging too because 
they don't always appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny because if, if I'm home alone, I don't cook for myself. It's the funniest thing. Like, I like to cook for others. Mm. And my kids actually do like a variety of foods, which is nice. So it's almost like my challenge to, like, get them to be like, this is delicious, mom, even if it's, like, something that, like, their friends probably wouldn't eat. So that's always, like, my yeah. challenge. And if they say, "Yeah, we don't like this, then I say, go to your room without dinner. That's what my mom used to do to me, so. <laughs> Interesting. And you do that? And how does that go over? They eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I only ask because I'm not very successful. <laughs> like, I told them, the kitchen is closed. I'm not making you anything different. Like, and this is the way it yeah. has always been. Like, as from the time that they were little, 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 they ate what we ate. And I cooked it. And if they didn't want it or if they said, ew, then I was like, all right, fine. You're not eating. And so then they'd be like, okay, fine. I'll eat it. I mean, that was what my mom used to do to me. If I said, ew, to her food, then I didn't get dinner. And I do the same thing to my kids. I only ask because I was kind of curious because I feel like we used to do so much better when my kids were younger with them eating whatever we made. But now, and I, probably because they end up eating separate meals. Like my one son eats his dinner at like 3.30 because he has to leave for dance. Yeah. So I feel like that sort of killed our family dinner vibe. Yeah. <laughs> and that has made it harder because obviously if they're eating like before you, you're probably throwing some chicken nuggets and fries in the oven versus like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh my gosh. And they eat that all the time. Like there are some days where I'm just like, I mean, that's still home cooking, right? <laughs> if you're making the chicken <laughs> in the oven. Right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, no, there are definitely days where I'm just like, I don't have the energy. This is what you guys are going to eat. And then maybe I'll make myself something different or whatever. Like they don't always eat exactly what we eat, but I don't make them something different because I don't think they'll eat what I'm making. So it's right. like... I know they don't like bell peppers. So if I make a dish with bell peppers in it, I'll just pull the bell peppers out or whatever. Yeah. But I wouldn't I wouldn't say that I purposefully make different meals for everybody at the table because I'm like, oh, they're not going to like this. Let me make them this instead. I, yeah. Mm -hmm. There are so many times where it's like, yeah. oh my gosh, we have baseball tonight and, and this and that. And so it's like, just toss something on the table. We also eat really late. So in order to have like family dinner time, we'll sometimes eat at eight o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. So I have a kid that doesn't get home till 10 o'clock. Oh, geez. Several nights a week. Wow. Yeah. Uh -huh. And leaves at like four mm. uh, because he's crazy. Mm -hmm. so, <laughs> he definitely doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> so I feel like I want to talk for a second about like how, like if home cooking feels like overwhelming, how to start to cook at home, but make it yeah. more manageable and make it seem less intimidating. Yeah. Because I think sometimes if you're not really cooking at home and you're eating out a lot, to make that switch feels really overwhelming. And what I usually do, because we do get on like little stretches where work and life and everything gets so busy that we're just ordering, ordering, ordering. And what I usually try to do is bring it back to like a simple, simple meal. Like I throw some salmon in the oven and some roasted veggies and I make quinoa in a pot. And it takes like 20 minutes, but the 
action of doing that, the action of putting together that simple meal reminds me how home cooking can be easy and it doesn't have to be hard. So I think that that, like if somebody's sitting here listening and being like, I really want to do this, but this just feels like way out of my league. It definitely does not need to be hard. And and I actually think the simpler meals are probably the ones the kids often like better anyway. Well, I think I think that's such a great point because I used to be like a big um, cook from a recipe type of person. You know, like, yes, that's great and all, but oftentimes when you cook from a recipe, the ingredients, like you have to go and you have to buy all these ingredients and sometimes you can only use them for that recipe. And, you know, I, I don't, I don't cook like that anymore. Maybe on the weekends, like that's like my time. I have more time to like give to it or whatever, but I did the same thing. I started just really simplifying what we Eight, that it was like a piece of meat, a bunch of veggies, and and sometimes a carb. We don't always eat like a carb um, or or like a like a, a grain of sorts. We don't always eat that, but that is like so much more manageable to say like I I made this meal at home and it, it doesn't have to be complicated. And I do I have had a couple clients that have said you know, they're like intimidated by home cooking. And I have to take a moment because I'm like, really? I mean, why? Why Why would home cooking be so intimidating? And then I get it because oftentimes when you think about like these big recipes that require a lot of prep and they have a lot of steps and then they have a lot of pots and pans and all that stuff, you're like, I don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. Whereas toss everything on a sheet pan and throw it in the oven – that feels yes. more doable. Totally. I would also say that it saves a lot of money. <laughs> like we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. My husband and I, there's a whole other topic, finances, a whole other topic on the circle of life. We'll come back to that too, but we could touch yeah. it. <laughs> we'll come back to that. But my husband and I yesterday were like, okay, we really got to get our budget back on track. We really got to get our budget back on track. So I hooked up my little app, my like mint app or whatever. And it helps kind of calculate the breakdown of what you spend your money on. And I almost had a heart attack because in May we spent $3,100 on food. Yeah. So that included groceries and we were buying more fresh produce and groceries because we were doing kind of this like vegan plant-based thing. So I was really going out and buying more for recipes. So that was like a little bit out of character for what we would typically do. But lots of travel, busy, busy sports season. And then with me being sick for an entire week and my husband being out of town, like we just, we also like to go out. So we go out a lot and we also are like members at wineries. And so that included like all like the wineries and stuff too in there. Like it included alcohol and food and delivery and restaurants and groceries, but $3,100 on eating. Yeah. So the question is now like, if you took the alcohol part out, what would it be? <laughs> Probably way cheaper. Oh my gosh. Well, I could, because exactly like, you know, what we spend on like our winery memberships and then like, 
you know, we'll just go have a date day at like a winery and, you know, so yes, alcohol, that's a whole other topic. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's a pillar though. <laughs> it's not a pillar, but it should be, maybe it should have been like a, in the health pillar or something, but. <laughs> so John and I have been having a similar conversation because we're working on being more communicative about our finances and having a budget. And so he did go through and, and put everything into a spreadsheet, which I feel like he uses spreadsheets just to make me like sweat it out because spreadsheets <laughs> make me sweat. <laughs> and, you know, he sent it to me and then he's like, well, the thing I learned from this activity is that we spend like a crap ton of money on food. Yeah. But a part of it is that time factor. So I think some things that we can do to lessen that is like meal prepping and cooking ahead and freezing stuff so that like we're sort of thinking ahead to those busy nights where we would have to take out. And I also have found that as my kids get older, there's like pressure. They want to eat out all the time because obviously, you know, (laughs) so they're always like, oh, you know, we have, you know, can we order? And this is where like I'm slightly embarrassed that if we order food out, my kids want food from different places, which is super freaking annoying. So you order like three different uh, deliveries or something? Not three, but yeah. So like we have this place called Honey Grow in my area, which is like a noodle place. And Uh myself and my one son love that. But my other two kids don't. But there's a Shake Shack, which I don't think, Uh do you guys have Shake Shack out there? We don't, but it's like... Burgers. Burgers, yeah. Yeah, but like healthy, like it's better quality meat and you know what I mean? Yeah. And so we end up ordering Honey Grow and Shake Shack at the same time. And like right now, one place for pizza and one likes another place because it's like we're gluten free. So it's always like a little challenge. And then like they'll change the kind of gluten free cuss they use. And then that kid doesn't like that anymore. And I feel like in some ways, I'm like, I guess it's a good sign. Like I did not raise people pleasers like I was because I would never complain about anything. I would just eat whatever my parents offered me. So I feel like I've raised independent thinkers who aren't afraid to speak for themselves. But that doesn't make parenting them all that easy. (laughs) Well, I think one big thing too that I'm like taking away from this, and and this is what I tell my clients, is it's okay to eat out sometimes. Yeah. Like not everything has to be home cooking. Home cooking is nice because you can control the quality of the ingredients. It likely nourishes your body differently than eating out. Because honestly, I mean, come on, when we're eating out, Maybe we're going to nice restaurants that you're getting like a nice spread. But I mean, as moms, let's be honest, the times we're probably eating out is either picking up or ordering in DoorDash, you know, fast. And so it's probably like the pizzas and the burgers and the chicken and we like sushi in our house and yeah, us too. Pho. And you know, like we, you know, we mix it up, but it's probably not like the healthiest options. And so You know, finding that right balance where like maybe you're ordering out 5 to 10% of your meals versus Mm -hmm. 60 to 80%, which I know from just talking to some of my clients that struggle with it, that is what they are doing, you know, like 60 to 80% of their meals are not home cooked. I would also say that I think one of the like biggest things when people are like, what can I do to like be healthier? 
And I think like one of the number one things is cut out processed food. So even if you're like throwing a pre-prepared oven meal in, that's not home cooking. That is Mm -hmm. very highly processed. And if you can think about how you can make something similar to that, that can cook up just as quickly, that's where you're going to get the the benefit. And I think that that's one of the reasons that home cooking is such a foundational pillar of the circle of life because our Western diet is so reliant on processed foods. Mm-hmm. There is such a high percentage of the foods that we eat that are processed. And that is one of the foundational things I feel like in moving towards a healthier lifestyle and finding better wellness is cutting out those processed foods. So you do that by shopping the perimeter of your grocery store. Don't go down the frozen aisle section. Don't go down the boxed aisles. That's not where you want your home cooking necessarily to come from. And then home cooking, just making the food at home. You mentioned meal prep and freezer meals and that sort of thing. I don't do that. I actually quite hate it. I hate meal planning and prepping. The way that we do it in our house is that we have like alliteration meal planning. So I fill my pantry and my refrigerator with just kind of a whole array of different possible ingredients and then we have meatball monday which is not necessarily meatballs but some sort of pasta dish on mondays so it might be red sauce with meatballs it might be a dairy-free carbonara it might be just like a simple olive oil garlic and tomato something some sort of pasta dish and because we're also gluten-free we'll usually do like a chickpea or lentil pasta and then Tuesdays are taco Tuesdays again doesn't have to be like straight up regular tacos we just get really creative Wednesdays it just depends but it's either walk Wednesday so we'll do like a stir fry Wet Wednesday, so we'll do like fish, or the kids really like waffle Wednesday, so sometimes we'll do like a different type of waffle. We always do breakfast for dinner on Thursdays, but we mix it up. Fridays are fuck it Fridays, and that's our day to order out usually. <laughs> and then on on the weekends, we'll either barbecue, or those are the days that I do like to like get a little more fancy. So I feel like you have to just do what works for you. Yes. You know, you have such busy days where you really are driving all over the place that Mm -hmm. meal planning maybe works best for you and having freezer meals work best for you. And I think for our listeners, that can be the the option. Give it a try and make it simple. It doesn't have to be like these big, complex ingredients Mm -hmm. that you toss into a freezer bag. It can be as simple as some broccoli and beef or something and 
toss it in. Yeah, and I do things like I don't really do like the freezer bags and that kind of stuff. I have in the past, but not lately. But like I'll do things like we do Italian night, but one kid loves lasagna and then the others love meatballs. So I'll take gluten-free meatballs and we we have in the past made them in advance and frozen them. But lately we have been buying like the frozen kind from the store that are gluten-free. But I'll Mm -hmm. dump them in the slow cooker, dump sauce on top. And then I make a lasagna. But when I make the lasagna, because two out of three kids don't want to eat the lasagna, I cut it in half and I freeze yep. half of it. So That's now the great. next week I have the lasagna and then I'm just dumping the sauce on the jar. So it's like just trying to make it easy as possible. And I think like for like you said, my schedule is all over. So if we don't do stuff like that, they're eating chicken nuggets out of the Brava oven. And yeah. that's that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're just running. And I guess, you know, I have to accept that it's just this time period of life. Uh-huh. And, you know, in six years, Liam and Owen will be able to drive themselves wherever they go, which is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll be able to be home and make all kinds of meals. Yeah. So I think we should wrap up here and then everybody can tune in for Question Thursday. What do you think, Caitlin? Yeah, I think that's great. I think that I would love to hear what questions people have about, you know, home cooking and, you know, what they struggle with and any ideas that they need help with. Like this is an area that I I really do love. And so I love to share how to make home cooking a little bit easier because I think that it has such an impact on our on our health of ourselves and our families. Exactly. All right. And our finances, right? (laughs) (laughs) Finances. Ah! (laughs) All right. We will see you guys on Thursday. Did you love this episode? Support us by leaving a review and following us on Instagram at WellToYouPodcast. Get to know me, Caitlin, better on Instagram at Conscious underscore core underscore Caitlin. And me, Sue, at Opal underscore wellness underscore studio. We clearly love our underscores. (laughs) Underscore that.